Hello, everybody. Seth here, DM for Cheaper by the Dungeon, Dungeons and Dragons podcast extraordinaire. And this is a very special episode because the boys got an upgrade. They got to level up. Woo! And uh, yeah, big numbers. What level are we at now? 12. 13. Wait. <laughs> with, I, I was wait, 15, wait. level 15, right? <laughs> Seth, because I gave you $50, you said I could be level 15. Or Are we not supposed to tell people that? No, I said take away a level. Especially oh, you, Connor. Because right. Darian's nerfed. <laughs> um, well, tell everybody. We'll go in row, and we'll start with you. Jacob, what did Zippy get this level? Uh, no, Nothing too much, actually. I just got a, an ability score improvement. Uh, it's a secret where I put it, or is, or do I have to be transparent? Can I guess? Oh. How about if I guess, guess it right, you have to tell me yes, but I'll only guess once. Okay, guess. Based on past upgrades that you've had, uh, I think you just put it all towards wisdom. Uh, and you, yeah, that, that's what I think. And I think you didn't roll your health dice, you just took, took the standard five, because you don't like leaving things up to chance. Uh, I do, yeah, I did that with the health, but you're wrong about the ability <laughs> score. Oh, okay, well, half and half, uh... half right. Uh, okay, well, it, please comment below, I guess. Or, <laughs> I, that's not a podcast thing. I don't know, put it, put it in our Reddit or something. This, this is this huge to know if, where I put it. It's a big deal, so. Have you guys seen that Always Sunny meme where he's, like, putting the things on, like, the board and the pins and the string? <laughs> it's gonna be like that. It's like, where did Zippy put his ability score? <laughs> Based on the numbers he's rolling here and the buffs he's adding there, it has to be dexterity. <laughs> um, okay, uh... Well, Darian slash Connor, what what did you get this level? Uh, I also got an ability score improvement. It's nothing crazy. I rolled on the dice, but I rolled a five, so I might as well have just taken the half anyway. Um, uh, but I realized I'd kind of I, I was actually short uh, a couple spells um, from my previous level up, and I also hadn't uh, boosted the damage of one of my abilities from my previous level up. So possible? luckily, going through helped me find a few of those mistakes. Um, pardon? I just don't know if it's possible for you to do any more damage than what you currently do. He's such a beefcake. <laughs> um, well, we'll have to we'll have to see. I hope so because now that we're starting to get more towards late game, this is where spellcasters really start to really pull ahead from from like melee characters, which Darian is still fairly melee heavy. So uh, I will. I'm sure in the next couple levels, I, Darian's going to start getting dwarfed when it comes to damage. Um, but yeah, so I did that, and then on level ups you can swap out some spells. So I did, I did exchange a spell too that I, a level one spell that I like never used, and swapped in a new one. So uh, yeah. I'm so excited to see what that level one spell is. <laughs> <laughs> it is another spell that's gonna boost my damage, though. So <laughs> big surprise! <laughs> is it double Zephyr Strike? I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Uh, but Adam slash Norman, what did, what did you get? So I, too, had the choice between an ability score boost or a feat, and I chose a feat. And just for thematic purposes, I'll keep it uh, secret for now, but I'm sure we'll find out uh, this episode, if not, uh, yeah, very soon. Jacob, any guesses on what Adam's secret feat is, since he guessed on, uh, on your ability? Hmm... No. It's the heel of hand. <laughs> <laughs> How was I supposed to know that? I'm just kidding. That's not a feat. 
Oh. That's not a feat, Jacob. <laughs> Do your We're all new here. Uh, <laughs> it's our first time playing D&D for two years. <laughs> um, but anyways, everybody got their levels. So uh, that means I got to throw some some harder stuff at you. So everybody ready? Oh, yeah. Ready to go in? Yes, sir. All right. Well, recap. Last week, the gang drove up to the moon city of Glimpse, real Glimpse, or ancient Glimpse, a Wesnian outpost from ancient times. And as they went through these ruins, uh, Zippy got a cool item. He got these boots that can make the gazer symbols, uh, so he can make two and then zip between with a monocle, um, if he so chooses. Uh, but they also found a section, uh, a, a stone altar that would show them the way to find the other missing grand treasure clues for their grand treasure that they've been searching for for oh so long. After dodging some security system and becoming an octopus for a moment, uh, (laughs) the gang found out that they have two piano keys left to find. One is in this grand hall uh, with all of these kind of mini ziggurat altar temple things, but each has this kind of like magic barrier at the top with a bowl, and you could see that the piano key was floating in this liquid in a bowl in some unknown location. But the location is in the prime material plane of Ohm. The other key, we already knew, is way, way down in the deep. Bum, bum, bum. But. As the gang was finding uh, their map and stuff, they were assisted and helped by a familiar face from long ago, Clive, the one who they helped off the spire in this very brief (laughs) eight-minute sequence that happened in season two that apparently had a lot of repercussions. Uh, It's Clive, the one who actually stole a grand treasure clue from the Baroga spire that the gang got blamed for. After a brief conversation with him, trying to figure out information on where the greeters are all going to meet, since they heard about that a while back, that all the greeters, the top ten, were going to meet somewhere uh, to to go on a grand treasure spree, potentially. Um, But he wasn't really giving any information for it, uh, but he did help you guys get off the moon, and we ended the last episode with you teleporting from the moon all the way back down to the Leek's Garden, well, not Leek's Garden, the Moon Island off of Leek's Garden shore, where you teleported to the moon in the first place. And that's where you land. <laughs> Dust erupts as you teleport onto the sigil in the heart of this church. These ruins from before seem different. Not only was it damaged in the fight that you were fighting as you were heading up to the moon, but they even seem just more crumbled and lots of burn marks everywhere. What used to be this lush jungle forest around you is now just filled with smoke. It's ashy in the air. You can see basically the entire ground in the area is like scorched earth. And you're looking around through the trees out of the church And you can see, like, some in the distance are still on fire, but most of them are just charred. And as you exit the church, you just see bodies and crumpled ash forms of these insectoids. And you look off in the distance and just outside, and and it used to be a ring. It's a much bigger ring now because they, like, deforested it. But you see not far off outside the church, 
landed on the ground is your airship, the Sparrow. And next to it, outside, is James and Pepper trying to tend to Apophis's and Randy's wounds. Randy looks mega beat up. The one side of his face, the side of his mouth that uh, had the tooth in it, that had the fire, is like just charred and burned. And Apophis, he already didn't have an arm. And, and luckily he still has the other ones, even after this, but he's just unconscious right now. Randy is awake, but he looks mega beat up. You walk out of the church, dragging your Akira bike next to you as well. And he sees you guys, and he's like, They made it! Oh, you made it! Oh. How was it? Guys? Seth, how far away are we from them? Uh, literally, they're like 40 feet away. They're not far. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna grab Darian, and I'm gonna start moving him, guiding him towards them. We said, watch your step. There's a lot of bodies around. All those insects, they're they're dead. Well, I guess, uh, I guess they really did a number on them. Yeah, they look pretty wounded. Apophis is, appears to be unconscious. He, I think I can see his chest rising. Zip, is there anything you can do for them? Guys, we're, we're coming. Apophis, no. Randy, what did you do to him? You're supposed to protect him. I tried. It was tough, guys, but, oh, it's worth it if you got the the map. How, you went okay? Like, you got what you needed? Uh, yes, we, we got some promising leads. It, it, one, we did confirm that the piano key is indeed a grand treasure, a clue that we knew. Uh, but we got images of where the other two are lying. One is, I'm just going to do a cursory glance to make sure no one's spying on us before I share the rest of the information. Uh, okay, perception check. Uh, 23, Seth. With a 23, you look off in the distance, and you can actually see one insectoid coming out of the woods, the, the charred woods, but they immediately collapse and are dead. I'm going to turn back to Randy. I'm going to say, one of them is in the deep, being held by a, a very evil, very powerful demon that we're going to have to contend with, and we, we can talk about that later. But the other one, we had an image of it floating in a bowl in this kind of like a temple of temples where there's a whole bunch of different effigies and and i mean we can all talk about where that i think that where we think that is but if i had to guess i would say it it's it seems to me like the flock uh where else would a place a, a bunch of different symbols of worship all be gathered together as one uh that would be my guess i'm gonna look to darren and realize he can't see me and i'm gonna look to zippy and kind of do like a cursory glance around oh that that don't sound like the flock. They, ironically enough, they don't like having too many relics or magical items or grand treasure clues in the same area. Because that means somebody has more power than another and they're all about balance. I know who hoards them, though. I think that might be our best bet. Who hoards them? We're gonna head to Jadu. Jadu? The Magic Kingdom. Ooh. Floating island out in the ocean. We've heard of it. We actually have an acquaintance who's from there. Yeah, me too. Oh, we do? Who? Uh, Mr. Dumas. The former, uh, 
mercenary that uh, <gasps> Gilbert had hired in our absence. He was from Jadu. Oh, that's right. I forgot about him. Swordsman. That's going to be tricky, guys. Why'd you have to pick a tough one? We Ooh. didn't pick this. Come on. That's not fair. If it makes you feel any better, the other piece is literally in the deep, so. Yeah, that's probably easier. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, do you know what the good news is? We have an airship, so we can get to this floating island easily enough. And then maybe after that point, uh, either persuasion, or maybe we can sneak away in, or negotiate. I mean, we have a lot of valuable things among us already. Maybe we can make some kind of trade, or active service, or something. Yeah, sure. It's going to be hard to find it, though, because it's always moving, so it's not in one place. Wait, why isn't it in one place? Well, it has these two... Old beasts of creation. These two sky whales pulling it. Constantly floating through the air. Mm. Similar to the second grand treasure, now that I think about it. Always moving. Always pursued. Well, they can't be that fast, so it should be easy to find. I'll just say, thank goodness you got an airship. Well, you know, we do have uh, a trick up our sleeves. Zippy, that paper hat of yours, maybe if we put that in in a bowl... Uh, of water, maybe you can find out, you can narrow down at least where it is up in the sky. That's a good idea. I I think that's our best bet too, unless Randy, you you have a better method. Nah, that, uh, if you had a magic hat, go for it. <laughs> well, how I got we... no special compass, unfortunately. Well, quick question though, about residents of, if someone is a resident of Jadu and they go on an excursion, how do they find their way back? They should have they, some kind of method to being able to do so, do they not? Usually, they don't leave. Most people like it there. If you leave, it's the journey's finding your way back. I see. I, I, that's legitimately the only way. I mean, if we found someone from Jeju, maybe we could follow, you know, a magical trail like a, uh, like a dog on some scent. But I mean, I think the floating boat is our scent. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the, the enormous advantage we have. You know, some could even say that this is basically a grand treasure of its own. Uh, not not saying we should do anything with it, but I think we should use it to find this island. I mean, it's probably as simple as that, isn't it? I wish we had a powerful wizard on our team. Instead of you guys, because like... <laughs> yeah, everybody has to do is like real good with magics. Hey, I'm pretty, so I'm pretty they good. They could probably dairy and they probably just use that gate or something and just get back. Yeah. Hey, I'm pretty good at magic. What are you talking about? I haven't seen you do like one magical thing. <laughs> what? I commune with nature. The most I saw you do was start like a little feast in my in my cave. That's he- who do you know can do that? Yeah, that's true, I guess, but <laughs> <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I feel like in reality, like a level twelve anybody in D and D is might as well be like walking like Hulk in this like in these worlds. So. <laughs> yeah, you're you're definitely like a top tier person at level 12 <laughs> uh before we get into any more logistics how are you doing you you look pretty banged up is there, is there anything we can do for you and, and how's apophis apophis uh, got a bit worse than me he's a little squishier a lot smaller obviously um do you mind but, if uh, i cast some healing spells to help you both sure yeah um i cast uh i cast the spell there dm all right. Which one are you casting? Mass cure wounds. 
Damn. Okay, roll the roll the heels. Okay, and it should affect all all of us. I can choose up to six people. Sweet. Damn. So with everything together, that's a eighteen oh. uh, for everyone. Yeah. It's a good chunk of change. Well, thank you. And Apophis coughs awake. <coughs> oh, my neck. Apophis. Apophis, what happened? Little dude, horn dude, green dude. <laughs> You're all here. Dude, you should have seen it. This was like the most badass fight that got off screened. <laughs> and Randy were like, oh. And and I was like, oh, for the uppercut. And then Randy was like, oh, for the blind flames. And it was like a freaking missile. Oh, man. You should have been there. You really should have. It was, oh, my God. You're going from passing out one day to the next. You need a day off. Yeah. I think we all could. Yeah. That would be nice. So, what, what, that was the moon. That was the moon. I'm so jolly. I wanted to float. It wasn't anything to write home about. In fact, I don't think I ever want to go back there. It's kind of cheesy. <laughs> Wait, hold up. Something's not right. Why you got that glazed over look? Why aren't you staring at me in my face? Darian? Uh, we, um, took a few losses while we were up there. Uh, one of which being my eyesight, and the second being Draken. Yeah, he, uh, he didn't make it. The little fish? Oh, I'm uh, so sorry for your loss. Wait, wait. For reals? Yo, how many arms am I holding up? Well, last I remember, you only had one, so I'm going to go out on a limb and guess it's one. Freaking hell, that's pretty smart. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) All right, but, dude, you need those balls. I know, I in all this discussion of trying to track down Shadu and and get there, the only thing that I was concerned about in that moment was how I'm gonna be any help at all while we're there. And I don't I don't wanna completely derail our mission here, everybody, but without being able to see, I'm I'm not gonna be that helpful on Jadu. Pepper flies off James' shoulder and lands on yours and kind of nestles up solemnly next to you and like nestling into your cheek Darren and just goes and they seem sad for you and James just goes alright where, where are we dropping Darian off before we continue James <laughs> okay uh, kidding okay we could use two butlers I need a hand especially after yogurt lift I... so you can stay on the ship with me it's 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 pretty bo- boring, honestly. <laughs> you have a lot of work for him to do? No, guys, I I was just hoping we could spend a bit of time, just not long, but if we could find something to, so I can at least see somewhat. I, I know we have a couple connections, maybe something in Poker Rock, maybe Valentine has come across something, I don't know, but I, if it's okay with you guys, I'd like to see if we can spend a bit of time trying to find something. I really hate to ask, though. Well, kid, 
it's a real bummer, but... Uh, it reminds me, though. Oh, maybe it won't... It's worth a shot. I get One sec, let me look at my backpack. And Randy turns around and goes to his backpack that's lying next to him. And as he opens it, it goes, back, 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 back. And he's, like, reaching in. It's like, no. Nope, definitely not that. Don't look at that one. Okay. Nobody saw that? Okay. Uh, Darian? I don't know if this will work, but here, give it a shot. And he throws it to you. And it immediately just hits your chest and falls to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was picturing. Oh, Randy. Um, <clears throat> Darian kind of reaches down and you see his arm kind of spin around a little bit looking for what he dropped and hopefully here, here, he gets hold of it. Here you go. Norman, you help Darian as he's patting the ground. And Darian, you're holding on to two sets of, like, goggles. Oh. Darian, uh, you might be able to use these. I don't know if it works if you're not blind. Or, like, if you are blind, if it'll still work. But they're B-Sense goggles. I used them once to scout out an entire dungeon before entering by using the vision of a mouse. So I think... Watch you... Strap some on your head, put some on your hawk fox there, and ah, see if that can help. Well, let's uh, let's give it a shot. And I uh, I hand a pair of the goggles to Norman, and Ooh. say, "Here, can you um, these ones feel a bit smaller? Can you see if these will fit on Pepper?" And uh, after he takes them, I'm gonna start sliding on uh, the other pair. I do want to put them on for a sec. You put them on yourself, and it's like you switched bodies. Whoa! Darian, you can all of a sudden see, and you can see yourself. And Norman, you can't see anything. Oh, my soul. Uh, what is... This is... Is it working? I just thought this way you could actually tell because we can communicate as opposed to Pepper. Y- you know. Wait, let me see. I want to use them. Yeah, zip here. I take them off and give them the zip. I, I catch them. Uh... <laughs> Ew, they're all dirty, and I start rubbing the lens on the front of my fur. <laughs> yeah, it gets some fur stuck on it, but it cleans it mostly. Does Darian get a good look at my tummy when he sees that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know your tummy was lighter. <laughs> yeah, you can see. You can see. It's like you're holding it, and it's like uh, <laughs> you're seeing just like it rubbing on Zippy's belly. Does he see my hidden belly button? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Jacob, I said ability score improvement. <laughs> Not belly button. <laughs> He's got a second belly button. What? No, just my belly button. Lapines <laughs> don't have belly buttons. Everyone knows that. No, um, it's a secret because there's Darian, fur. roll perception. Roll perception, Darian. Uh, okay. <laughs> if you get a nat 20, I'm, uh, we might end the campaign early. <laughs> Zippy's the big bad, and this is what I'm looking for. His button. Uh... 22. You catch a glimpse of it very briefly. <laughs> it's kind of pink. Hey, what's the thing in there? Nothing. <laughs> Are you sure? I, that looks it looks kind of pink. Is there something stuck to you? Get out of here. And I move the glasses. <laughs> Pepper flies off the shoulder, grabs the glasses in the midair, and straps them on their own eyes. And they're like, ooh. And they're like, oh, oh, God. Ah. and then they kind of lift them above their head and they're like rubbing their eyes and like, <sighs> so you can see basically from Pepper's point of view. Okay. Okay. This is, uh, 
This is something. But anyways, gang. We heading out? I think you can see around Randy now that there's like a, a rope tied around his belly and a rope tied around the hull of the ship. And he's like, I won't be able to hold on when I'm too tired, but I'll cast Feather Fall on me and I'll just drag behind, I guess. Sounds good. As long as you don't keep us from moving, because we got places to be if, we, if we're traveling all over. Yeah. And we got some R to R, man. No, you need a vacation, at least a week off for you. I think we all need a week off, or at least a day. Those are two very Can't we just things. take one day off? Look, to be honest, everyone, I, I'm probably going to need to spend some time with Pepper to kind of adjust to this new way of seeing. It's not exactly a, an easy switch. Otaka, chaka, wah. Well, if we're going to use the sailboat, which hopefully takes us, it's going to be a fairly direct route. If it, if it is, what's... Randy, how long do you think it'll take to get there? I literally have no idea where it is, so I cannot guesstimate. Well, you know <laughs> it's what? the worst case scenario. I, I mean, worst case, a month? Let's get airborne, and once we're up there, we can rest. Once we all have a nice long sleep, uh, we'll see if the boat actually works. It seems to point in a consistent direction, and we can start taking it easy. I mean, Zippy could always turn into a bird or conjure a bird to go scout ahead of us if you want, or even Peppa could go. Uh, you know, so we don't have to even get too close once we feel like we're narrowing down on something. We have lots of options, but I think it's prudent to get off the ground as soon as possible because, you know, the blue pill is rampant down here right now, so. If, uh, if the boat happens to take us past Poker Rock, would you guys mind if we make a, a quick pit stop? Oh, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. There's just how, a couple... How quick, ma- how quick of a pit stop? Fairly quick. There's just a couple master crafters in Poker Rock, and I just want to see if they can, they can work something up for me. Just if it's on the way. You're kind of insulting Randy's gift, Darian. That's not very polite. No, it's 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 amazing, and it's it's extremely helpful. Honestly, I, you never really know how much you miss something until it's taken from you. And if I wasn't wearing these goggles, there might even be a couple tears in my eyes. But I, I just want to see if. Maybe there's something in Poker Rock that can be done as well. Is it on the way, Seth? You haven't done the paper boat yet. I can't tell. I don't know where it is. I, I propose Darian isn't the one who does the boat thing because then it's going to go straight to Poker Rock. No it's offense, Darian. It's definitely pointing at Poker Rock. <laughs> I mean, now that I say that, it really makes me sound like a monster because it's like I'm prioritizing something over your eyesight. But, you know, it's Zippy's hat kind of, you know, I think he should do it. Well, let's get inside and we'll figure it out. You guys all head up to the top deck with all your items. You got a bowl of water, you got your paper boat in hand. So who's going to hold the bowl when they put the paper boat in? Because the paper boat only works when, uh, you know, it's in a bowl of water and where it'll kind of drift and tap towards one edge of the bowl like a compass directing in the position. But it also, whoever's holding it, has to really be wanting that grand treasure clue for it to guide them there. Because it directs you to anywhere. It's basically Jack Sparrow's compass directs you to your heart's desire. Uh, well, Zippy, why don't you hold the bowl for now, and I'll put the boat in, and we can get a general direction once we start. And then once we're airborne, we take a night's rest, then we can kind of create some kind of table where 
you can hold the bowl. I mean, put a hand on the bowl while you have a hand on the helm. Uh, what do you think? It's kind of like having a North Star. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Good idea. All right. So who's touching it? Zippy? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll hold the bowl and then uh, he can put the boat in. Okay. Here we go. I kind of make the boat tremble as I put it in. Here we go. I can feel its power. I'm just kidding. Okay, I put it in. You hold the bowl. And it seems the boat rotates ever so slightly. And then it starts drifting towards one edge of the bowl, pointing in a direction that seems to be northwest of your position. A little off the path of Poke Rock, but, you know, uh, you could swing by if you like. Sorry, Darian is pointing straight south. We, no way we can work that in. (laughs) Oh, shoot, you got your goggles. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Darian's standing beside Norman with the goggles and Pepper just like, yeah, definitely. Zippy, you grab a hold of the wheel, one hand on the bowl, you pull the levers, and the whole aircraft starts to lift. And then you blast off away from the moon island Whee! into the air. An evening goes by of just, you know, air sailing and flying and trying to follow this, this boat wherever it's leading. And then you see Apophis comes into your 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 captain's quarters where you're the helm, where you're steering Zippy. And he's like, yeah, knock knock. Hey little dude. Hey, what's up? Hey, I just wanna say like great job doing you, man. You're a lot more capable than I thought at first. But you still need a lot more training. Oh, more training? You never stop, do you? I told you, I have at least a week off. I know, but... Part of your training is relaxing. You're going too hard. You're pushing yourself too hard, Zip. Is it because I care? I care too much. Doubtful. (laughs) But... (laughs) But... Listen, I know you want my muscles. I know you want this bod. (laughs) But to get a physique like this... Gotta do all my steps. Okay. I'm just worried I mean, about you. You're you're all gas. And and no carrot cake. Well, that's the problem. Carrot cake is so high in calories. <laughs> I have I do cardio so much, but I still have this little tummy right here. Yeah, well we gotta expand it. You probably got another like three feet to grow. You're still pretty young, right? How old are you? Um, at least somewhere around 18. I like to keep it to myself. <laughs> somewhere? Okay. Damn, damn the, the... I was... Ex- you pe- I pegged you for a nine-year-old. Not gonna lie. Well, I'm definitely not nine. I have at least some confidence, which nine-year-olds don't. Never seen a confident nine-year-old in my life. Cut to somewhere in Orem. Where Bradley's walking the streets. <laughs> and Bradley's just like, hey! He's just finger gunning everybody in his wetsuit. And it's just, rrr, 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 and he's, as he's walking down. Cut back. Itch! Ugh, why are you sneezing right now? Well, that's unfortunate because I thought you had a lot more height to get. But, <laughs> alright. Um, we can still work with this. 
But, dude. Come on. Come have some tea. Come chat just a minute. Okay, well, I mean, I just thought we were going to work out or something. You made it seem like that. No, I, no, but you got to R&R. All right, teach me your ways. Teach me your ways. I have to set, I have to set the boat on autopilot, though. Uh, you go and you're like, mm, autopilot. And then you press a button and then you see sleeping in a corner of the room in a chair. <laughs> no, damn it, autopilot. And James gets up from his seat and grabs the wheel. <laughs> autopilot is James. It's so convenient. All right, let's go. You guys, uh, he takes you downstairs into the, the hall of the ship, into a little like meeting room and table there. And he sits you down and he's like, okay, okay. Sick. Um, we mainly more people for this. Uh, hey, uh, Norman, Darian, come out here a sec. Oh, uh, sure. I was just cooking, but uh, yeah, I guess the well, the tomato soup simmering. So uh, okay, as, as long as it's not too long. Uh, you see Darian come around a corner wearing a backpack that Pepper is sitting in, and Pepper's kind of just like looking over his shoulder. Yeah, sorry, I was just kind of practicing with the new eyes. What's up? Darren, the backpack's supposed to go on your back, not on your chest. You're wearing it backwards. I, I Norman, I can, I can see. I know, I know where I've placed the backpack. Okay. Oh darn. Okay, I keep forgetting you can see. Okay. Well, cool. I thought we could all use just a little break, even for a little moment, like a little moment, moment. Yeah. So you guys down? You guys down to chill for just a sec? Sure. Trust me. This will be the long, well, not longest rest, but it will be a hell of a short rest. Here. And he slides out, like, from under the table what he prepared. He has a little teapot and four cups, and he's like, okay, check it. And he pours tea. He's like, I learned this back at the python tree. Snake, snake boys like me, we live for this stuff. This will relax you completely and get you all your slots, all your HP, potentially some even, like, temporary HP by just doing one, like, quick shot. Whoa, can we bottle this? Yeah, that sounds pretty broken. It is! <laughs> I didn't buy enough, I didn't buy enough, like, roots. I have another for, like, maybe one more set. Well, you bet, you best start making more, little chef. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Uh... Okay, okay, everybody, here you go, here you go, here you go. And you see a little teacup is sent to each of you guys, and inside is just this, like, gray water. Well, what exactly is this uh, made of, anyway? Uh, Wanderclap. It's a special gray mushroom found uh, found around the python tree. Wow. Where's the python tree? It's in Leek's garden. Oh, should have grabbed a couple on our way out. Well, you know, you don't want to over-harvest, you know, that can damage look, the yield for next year, Darian. Wait, wouldn't it be worth it just to turn the ship around? We haven't gone that far, and we'll get some more. We'll be set for the whole rest of our journey. I think it's worth it. Dude, I'm so down. You're going to want more after you get this. Well, let's, uh, let's try it out, I guess. Hell yeah. All right. Okay, everybody, cheers! Uh, che- cheers. Drink I- it. Yeah, same. I throw it back. It's down the throat. Everybody throws it back, and you put it down. He's like... Okay, guys, you're gonna want to sit down for this. Are we just doing like ayahuasca or something together right now? <laughs> uh, Darian and Norman, are you gonna are you gonna sit down? Sure, yeah. 
I sit down on the. Oh yeah. Yeah, I sit down on the floor with my back perched up against the wall. Your back is the wall. You're all sitting. He's like, all right. And nothing happens. You're just staring there, just looking at each other, and it looks like it's hitting like Apophis super hard. He's just like, oh yeah, <laughs> freaking tea. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's a cold-blooded thing, because I, I think this is pretty weak stuff. Dude, this is. This was the strongest one. I made the best one for your first time. Time, 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 time. time. You see, it's like his words are echoing, and you all look at Apophis, and he's just like becoming ripply in your vision. And you see the whole room. It's like you're on an actual boat in the middle of the sea. It's like everything's rocking. What do you do? I, I try to stand. You try to stand, and you immediately, like, get up and then just fall over flat on your face. But as you hit the wood floor, you feel... It feels like dirt and soil. And everyone else, your vision, it, like, it's, like, just wavy and wavy and a mirage, and it shifts until the table before you disappears, and everything disappears. And you're in this large carrot field. Apophis is gone. It's just you three, and you can see you're just in this endless row of a carrot field. Hey, this looks pretty good. I need more of this. Oh. I feel really zen. How about you guys? Uh, is is everything still wobbly? No, everything's kind of stopped and like is still, and it looks like you're just in this endless carrot row. Now I get to my feet. Uh, I look north, east, south, and west to see how far these fields go. They go so far, it's like they just curve, like, over the horizon. Does this look familiar to me at all, Seth? No, it just look well, yes, it, it's familiar to you in the fact that it's a carrot row, but it's not, like, a Westboro one or something like that. It just looks like a carrot row. Well, if this is supposed to help us train, I might as well get showing you guys how to make, to plow these fields and whatnot. We got a lot of space here. Zippy, you look around... And you can see, actually, you know, there's some untilled parts of this carrot row, but there's also some carrot stems, the green leaves poking out of the ground. And you can actually hear one near your feet. And it sounds like muffled under the dirt. You just hear. (laughs) What the heck? Wait, what's that sound? I don't hear anything, Zip. Listen closely. It's really annoying. Who's tagging up there? Who's tagging? Where is it? Is it under the carrots? I start pulling up some of the carrots. You pull out a carrot and it comes out, but it's kind of like a mandrake carrot body. And you just hear it go, Yeah, I put it back in the ground. And it goes in the ground. Gross, what is this place? What was that? You know, I don't want to even look at that. Guys, I think I said good! I think I said good! Guys, I went above! I came back! <laughs> Nobody ever came to bed! I pull one out. You pull one out, and it comes out, and it's like, Bee! Oh, what? Oh, just like we practice. I'm a little carrot, and I like to dance, and I like to do a little dance in my little pants, and I go tippy tippy tap with my tippy toes, tippy tap. Okay, Zippy, you're right. Annoying. Put it back. <laughs> this isn't like any carrots I've never known. They usually succumb 
or rather are completely fine with their mass genocide. <laughs> oh, oh uh, that's pretty dark. Guys, what did we drink? Is this Zippy? Have you seen this before? Is this is this a thing? Have in the I patch? seen this before? Have I seen this before? You think I'd be the cool, sharp-witted person I am if I've seen something like this before? If this is my daily thing, talking to carrots? You're kind of like the catalyst for all of our shared dreams and experiences, and this sounds a lot like the Bramble Patch you've described to me, and you've talked about carrots an absurd uh, number of times. When has the Bramble Patch ever looked anything like this? Do you know what? Darren might be onto something, because you, your dreams, you be... You've been able to travel into our dreams before, and if we're in like some kind of hallucinogenic, uh, like high state, maybe you, because we're in close proximity to you and in a similar state, maybe you pull this into some kind of dream you're having. Maybe this is like some kind of semblance of your home. I'm just assuming because of all the carrots. Correct me if I'm wrong. And maybe we're all kind of in your psychosis right now. What do you think? But we just drank that thing. Well, I'm not sleeping. I, yeah, but maybe your mind doesn't know the difference because maybe the same things that go on in our brains when minds when we're sleeping, uh, maybe that's what's happening now because you know right before I was here I felt really woozy I felt like like I was intoxicated. Yeah, it's a some kind of a hallucination and maybe it just has a similar impact. Who knows? I mean, Apophis isn't here, but he's never been in your white space before, so maybe he doesn't have the same connection. Here, Darian, do you feel this? I I poke him in the shoulder. Do I feel it? <laughs> yeah, you do feel it. And it feels like you push Darian in his shoulder and you see it's like a drip of water. His like whole body like skin just like ripples and you're like, Ooh. it's like the whole body shivers you feel. I feel like I'm made of jello. What is this? You hear more muffling under the ground and you hear, dude, dude, I freaking came back. Dude, no way. I did too. No way. Man. Oh man, nobody can believe this. This is crazy. I, I pull the carrot up. Great song. What's a? Uh, tell us. Uh, I think he, did he call us God before? I, tell us about the land below. Uh, you're not invited. It's a party, and you're not invited. You, Kids so cute. <laughs> you really gonna speak to the being who's pulled you from your existence into this void? Yeah. <gasps> That's not a very smart thing to do, and I pluck one of his leaves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did that hurt? Yeah. Well, let's, uh, yeah. let's maybe try and check that attitude a little bit, or maybe you're gonna have a little more than just a leaf plucking. It's a party. It's a party. It's underground. You're not invited. What kind of party? Cute party. <laughs> I, Darian kind of kneels down and looks into the hole that he was pulled from. Uh, and you can see just like dirt. Just like a dirt hole. There's nothing else there. Like the. No. If I like touch it, the hole, like do I get like. Do I feel like it passes through anything or it just feels like more dirt? Just feels like more dirt. He's like. Yeah, can't get you to party today. How do you get to the party? Yeah, you gotta go through Big Tom. Big Tom? Yeah, Big Tom. <laughs> How do you find Big Tom? 
And you too. <laughs> I pull another leaf. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm feeling a little more willing to share now. I'll never betray my can. I take a big old bite out of the can. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I haven't had some good vegetables in a while. I'm feeling a little peckish. You see some carrots are like peeking out of the ground now and they're like, <laughs> Yeah, I start I start pulling some carrots out and lining them up on their backs to watch this. <laughs> I pick one up I pick one up by the leaves and I start twirling it. As soon as you tell us where Big Tom is, this is can all stop. And I go to start taking another bite, but I'm slowly doing it. The carrot looks out of your hand and looks to the ones that are lined up on their backs and they're all staring up and you just, you see like carrot bits and like juice is just dripping on them and they're like, oh my god, what? And he's just like, brothers, brothers, don't give in. I take another bite. <laughs> and you separate it, you bite through and his like lower root half falls and lands on one of their faces and they're like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> Oh, I mean, you know, I'm still feeling a little hungry, and I toss the rest of the carrot away. Who's, uh, who's looking a little tasty here? And Darian's kind of rubbing his hands and looking at all the carrots on the ground. You see, uh, one of the carrots that's on their back, it, like, rotates, rolls over on their side to the other carrots. It's like, guys, I got, I can't, I can't, hold on, I gotta do it. You're gonna get munched. No, we won't get munched. You guys stay strong. String! Yeah. I pick up that carrot. Uh, hey, help! Hey, you could uh, you could save all your friends here right now. Looks like you want to. Why don't you just tell us what we what we want to know? Hello, coward! And they spit in your face. Come on, Norman, pass them over. I'm still hungry. Oh, yeah, save some for me. Pass it over. You pass it over, and he looks at you and says, "Yeah." He spits in your eye. Good, I like my vegetables with a little bit of seasoning, and I take a big bite. Ah! <laughs> Everybody on the ground is like, shit! Everybody roll intimidation oh, yeah. with advantage. <laughs> um, but that's still only a 14 for me. Uh, 31 DM. <laughs> uh, 21. Okay. Darian, you're the bad cop, clearly. <laughs> No, I'm just a, v- a vegetarian. And Zippy and Norman, you both crouch down on either side of the row of carrots, and you're just eyeing them over. <laughs> Zippy, maybe we could shred that one. Maybe we could boil that one. Um, I, I don't. I'm more. We, I'm sure we'd be able to just intimidate them enough just by talking with them instead of just murdering some of them. Just go along, Zippy. I don't know. <laughs> Darian's still got like a mouthful of carrot that he's just chewing through. In the Bramble Patch, we treat carrots like, like the the greatest gift from David ever, and so just I'm conflicted is all. Look, do you eat the carrots? We eat the carrots, but we praise to David for the carrots uh, before we eat them, and so to see some are sentient, they they might as well be children of David. You know, David. Oh, sorry about that. Thank you, David, for this carrot. And I take another bite. And they just go, <laughs> and they die. I, I lean close down to the ground. Y- yes, we, we do know David, especially my friend here. You know David? Well, David's hosting the party, so... 
I guess maybe you invited. Where's the party at? I'm his number one guest. It's, it's past big time. Please don't hurt any more of us. Well, I'll maybe take this your... is David's reckoning for our sins. I'll take you to him as a gift for telling me, for telling me uh, where Big Tom is. And all the other carrots lined up are like, no, take me, take me. No, take me, please. No, I'll take this one. <laughs> you reach down and they're like, no. And the rest are like screaming. He's like, hey, this is sticky. All right, now where's Big Tom? You're the guest of honor. Just turn around. Six times right behind you. What? You turn around. And you see a giant green carrot stem out of the ground. Whoa. This wasn't here before, right, guys? No, I think it was. This is all lucid. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think it's time we take stock of this. <laughs> I don't know where I come up with this. Uh, who wants to knock on it? Well, you're the representative of David, Zippy, so by all means. All right. What's going on here, Big Tom? You hear muffled under the ground. <laughs> oh, well, we got another challenger trying to pull Excalibur out of the stone. Good luck. You ain't pulled me out of the dirt. Darian, pull him out. I mean, if you want me to give it a shot, okay. Ooh, big strong man coming to pull a carrot here, right? Many have tried. Okay, I, I go over, get a good. Do, do, do you want a hand, Darian? Well, let me give it a shot first, and let's let's see where it goes. I uh, get a good, good power stance around the stock. I get two, both hands on it. I get a good two-handed grip, and then I just uh, give it a big old tug. Roll strength. Uh, Twenty-one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, ooh, get good grip. Make sure you don't slip now. <laughs> just lift it out. It's like huge. It's like the size of your airship. It tears up the entire ground and you just raise it a high. And it feels like nothing to you, Darian. But you raise it high and then you kind of like drop it behind you. And he goes, whoop. Nike. Holy shit. I slap Big Tom. You see, you see, he's a huge carrot, but he has a really small face. Like this, it would be the same size face as like Darian's face, but it's on this massive carrot body. He's, and you slap him. He's like, <laughs> "What's going on here, Big Tom? What's the big deal?" The Big Tom, big deal. There's a party going on. Oh, brother. I guess since you pulled me out, you must be invited. I mean, I guess so. I guess not. It'll be up to you if you show me where to go. But David will know. Look at my, look at my hoe. My carrot hoe. The one you're currently in? Yeah, the one you pulled me out of. Oh, I see. Well, let's look at his hole. <laughs> you, look, you go over and you look down his hole and you can see it's like a swirling like galaxy. It's like black and like psychedelic and there's lots of like balls of multicolors just floating around like bubbles uh wow guys that looks that looks very trippy do we want to go in i mean it's that or we keep snacking on carrots go in 
And then you hear the little carrot in your hand, Zippy. Just go, yeah, go in, go in. It's super cute. All right, let's go in. Okay, we'll follow your lead on this one. You all jump, and it feels like you're on the moon again. It's like moon gravity, and you slowly descend into the cave hole. And that's where we're going to take a break. Yo, what up, everybody? It's Midroll Seth here, uh, back with another lucid dreaming midroll for you, I guess. Uh, this episode was weird, but it was a ton of fun. I hope you enjoy it. Um, yeah, we I think we went off the deep end a little bit. Uh, or a little too far down the carrot hole. Um, but anyways, let me get to announcements. First off, a huge thank you to our legend here patron, Randy. You are the man. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I made this one especially for you because I thought it'd make you smile. We love you, Randy. And thank you also to all our other patrons that are are on board and helping us do this crazy show. As you can tell, it's crazy. Man, what is happening? Uh, But if you want to be a patron, you can go and, uh, you know, subscribe to some of our tiers. We have like a $5 tier with bonus content, like bonus episodes and stuff. At our $2 tier, you can get into our Discord where you can have actual direct contact with us the cast and hang out and talk we also sometimes play some like uh, one shots in there and do like jackbox game nights and stuff like that so it's super cool community uh join there if you want if you don't want to pay for a community uh you can go to our reddit page r slash cheaper by the dungeon uh and you will hang out with cool people there too uh, i'm i'm frequently in that reddit trying to post memes but uh, i need more upvotes so please please join um also, uh, in terms of other things going on, we have a big announcement. We just started launching our YouTube channel today. Uh, and by launching it, I mean we're slowly uploading literally all our episodes to YouTube. So if you listen that way, you'll be glad to hear it. So uh, check it out. Subscribe to us so you'll keep up to date. We're going to post. It's it's working up our backlog. So we'll be posting like an episode a day, I believe, um, uh, up until we catch up. And then it'll be on the two-week cycle and things. Um so yeah, uh, keep an eye out for that. Cheaper by the Dungeon on YouTube. Uh, in terms of other things going on, as always, if you want to support the show, tell a friend, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell everyone. Uh, and also uh, rate and review us on iTunes or Podchaser. Anywhere you can rate and review us. It really helps us just move up the ranks in terms of visibility uh, so people can find us easier. And also listen to this weird, weird episodes we make. <laughs> so please do that if you got a moment. It really helps us a ton. Uh, and lastly, uh, I'm not looking at my calendar. I'm not trying to find it. Oh, two weeks. It's the April 27th is our next episode. So keep an eye out for April 27th for uh, the continuation of this campaign and moving on to the next arc and hopefully finding some grand treasure clues. So, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode and I'll talk to you next time. See you, everybody. And here we are, back in this drug dream but you guys are slowly falling through the floor falling down and you're falling into a tunnel in the carrot's hole that was just like revealed and you just see swirling abstract colors around you 
You're just still constantly falling, like weightless, moon gravity-ish. And you can just see these multicolored balls start kind of like blinking with the speech that's coming out of them. And you can hear all these kind of echoing voices that are just talking to themselves. And they go, Yeah, well, yeah I ain't been to a party in a long time. Yeah, never been to a party in a long time. We're not crazy. I mean, parties are fun. Parties are for everyone. Yeah, I, I kind of like parties. They stress me out sometimes, though. Don't don't you guys uh, agree? Me gusta salir el gusto. Yeah, you're white, Joey Bowie. That is pretty crazy. Parties are fun. Molly, don't you agree? Molly signed yes. I don't have much time for parties. We all end up there eventually, but I don't plan on attending this one. Yeah, why not? I, th- I thought I thought you'd have a fun time. I, th- I thought you'd like it. Not for me. I don't think it's for him either. Which one? Zippy. Of course he's talking about Zippy. Yeah, Zippy. He's never invited to parties. Not very fun. Not a real fun guy. And you're still just falling and falling. What do you guys do? Wee! <laughs> what is going on here? All these, these voices of people we know. I, I don't remember hearing that Spanish person. That's a. Uh... It's Jelly Belly, probably one of the coolest campers I've ever met in my life. And you've never mentioned him? Is he from the Feywild area? No, he's from Camp Wanawamp, the camp I mentioned that we talked about before we met, when I first came when I first came to the Prime Plain. Well, well, some of the first people I encountered. Well, what's he doing in here? What are any of these voices doing in here? There's Lou, Draken, Blackjack... Do you think they can hear us? No, the kid doesn't have ears as well as eyes. I can... <sighs> Draken, I can hear you. There's no response. I think they can't hear us, uh, Darian. That's the problem. Yeah, it's, uh... It seems like it. And Darian, you see on his face, he's, like, extremely disappointed by that. Well, you didn't really try that hard. Maybe if you tried harder... Here, D- Darian, think of someone that you really want to talk to and see if you hear their voice more than anyone else's. Uh, Darian is uh, just going to think, and he kind of struggles for a second to think of who he's going to think um, really hard about and just like focus on. And while he's kind of like sifting through all the names and all the people he's met, uh, he actually ends up landing on uh, Lily. His, uh, his partner from the Feywild, the Autumn Eladrin. You start thinking and focusing on Lily. And you see a bright teal ball floats past you, Darian, and it's blinking as if it's speaking. And you can just hear it say, oh, I hope Darian can make it to the party. I haven't seen him in so long. Do you think he got his invite? And then you hear, a, you see a red ball floating by it and just goes, <laughs> if, I had to, <laughs> if 
if I had to bet my beans on it, I'd hey, say... Fuck you, beans! <laughs> Actually, wait. For some reason, I think he's gonna make it. Why did I change my mind? And then they drift off. Wait, that, that actually influenced... Li- Lily? Call out to her, Darian. Try. Lily can... I don't know, is any of this even real? Like, what is going on in here? I... I... You hear, like, a rocky-talky, staticky. And Zippy, you look at your hand, and you're not holding a carrot anymore. You're holding a rocky-talky. Uh, oh? This is Commander Zippy. Who's there? Hey, Zippy. It's been a while. You don't like to talk to me much, do you? Who's this? It's, uh... I don't know. I, I guess I'm, uh... Your collective subconscious, I guess. I'm kind of the guy that, uh... Will say what all of you are afraid to say. Whoever's holding me, I'll be able to tell their deepest, darkest secrets out, right out in the open. I throw, For example, I throw the walkie-talkie away. Oh. <laughs> I use mage hand to grab it. You try to use mage hand, but then you just see your arm stretches like Gumby, and you grab it. For example... Norman thinks Darian's kind of a dumb dumb. What? No! Hey, <laughs> this is thing is true? broken. No, it's 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 a lie. It's, it's this is not true. Here, here, you you try. You'll you'll see how messed up it is. I toss it to Darian. Darian catches it. Darian, beyond the surface, is extremely angry with everyone, even you guys, no, uh, even Norman no, to an extent. And then I toss it back to Zippy. I don't catch it. It floats by, and then it hits you in the back of the head, Norman. It, like, just went so far one direction, it came around and poof, hits you randomly. It teleported in. I'll grab it again. Oh, you know, it's it's kind of addicting. Norman isn't really sure where he stands with Zippy. He doesn't really know where the relationship lies. He thinks things might be a little off. Hey, what the heck, Norman? I didn't think a rock could... Sp- could say it better than me. Well, I mean, if he's that subco- uh, self-conscious, he doesn't want to actually talk about his feelings with me, and I have to hear it from a rock, it hurts my feelings. Zippy, you won't even hold the rock. Yeah, because I, people are allowed to keep things inside. This isn't... I didn't ask for a sharing moment. What are you afraid to let us hear? Here, Z- Zippy, give it a shot. No. I, I, to- I toss it to <laughs> I don't catch it. But Zippy, don't you see? You're upset with me for holding my feelings in, but you don't want to share those feelings with us. Yeah, because <laughs> because people would be upset by. Uh, that's why pe- people aren't truthful with each other, Norman. Sorry. So you're saying you're never truthful with us? How long? Uh, remember you like keeping secrets uh, that that Royce is inside you? Like, come on. Well, that was different. That was something I had to come to terms with myself. How is that any different? That's what I'm saying. I'm saying if it is different, then that's fine. But if there is something that you're at war with with yourself, you know, we're here for you. No, I think you guys are just projecting on me. You guys all float to the bottom and you see there's a floor with some pillows on it. And you slowly land in them. And you can see coming out of the darkness in this galaxy zone walks a big talk rock 
with human arms and human legs and they sit down in kind of like a therapist chair and they're like they put their hand on your shoulder zippy zippy's not sure if this is all worth it <laughs> zippy it's okay Th- this is healthy i absolutely am not thinking that that is a lie uh, zippy what that's what thinking? we all say at first you know it's all right Norman, it hurts my feelings that you think that the truth comes from this rock. That's I'm telling you right now, that's not the case. Uh, of course, Zibby, yeah, sure. But I also hate when you brush things aside like that all the time. Just saying. Hey, Zippy, do you know what? If we If we have a moment here... Norman doesn't want a moment. And they put their hand on your shoulder. I don't think you guys understand what's going on here. This thing's telling lies. And you guys are eating it all up. I think you all just need to hug it out. (laughs) This is Apophis. Because, listen, I don't claim to be a mind reader. And fortunately, Zippy actually already got past my puzzle. Which is that I'm telling very convincing lies just through the observational cues I've observed from you for three seconds. I, that's what I've been saying to them, and they think there's this hidden motive behind me. I feel like there really still is one, though. I, oh, I yeah. Uh, you know, just there because... Was a study done, there was a study done once in a high school. You guys know what that is? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> they told everybody in this high school that they were getting their star signs read. A little prophecy for the future in their day to, day to come. Everybody had a different one, and they were all assigned one based off their star side. And when they opened it, they all found that whatever was written inside was actually pretty accurate. This is stupid. Even I though use, it was I use, all... I cast Stone Shape, and I just mangle this thing up to form it. You see, you reach out slowly as your head's going. It's like It feels like you're pushing through moon gravity. And you hear them just going like... You see, people just like to hear what what they want to hear and that's my job to just tell you random basic things to get you to somehow open up I can't believe that (laughs) (laughs) they twist and crumple they crumple and uh (laughs) you know what Zippy and you just see they shatter into a million crystals blinking everywhere in the galaxy space Hey, Zippy, Zippy, I was kind of into that. Zippy, you can smash a rock, but you can't always smash the truth. It was lying! I'm sorry, this... Uh, this says more about you guys than me. <laughs> You're projecting on onto everyone else around you. This one I chance. I you just have a lot buried. I, I'm the first one... Ooh, good pun. I'm the first one to uh, admit that, you know, this thing was two-dimensional at best, but... I think it did give us good reason to examine, you know, the dynamics of examine our little what? You guys are just using me as a soundboard for yourself. I well, I think there's more to it than that. The person who you're inquiring about is telling you there isn't. You just hear a misty voice of the therapist just go, "My job is done." <laughs> <laughs> And the mist, the mist grows and the crystals grow. And you can see the shrapnels are condensing and, and shaping and shifting. And the pillows before you, like the lighting, the galaxies start lighting up. And you can see 
The blackness fades away into a bright, heavenly white light, and the crystals that are all around you turn into this pink cotton. And you're just surrounded by it. This is nice. And you see a little path that cuts forward through the cotton, and all the floor like around has like a fog machine effect on it. So it's a little misty, but you can see a path forward through this cotton candy wall. You guys ready to carry on through? I mean, I guess. If uh, if you're not ready to share, then I'll respect that. Yeah, we, we can't force you, Zip. You know, when you're ready. Well, okay. uh, yeah, I will uh, go on through. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I give Darian, like, a, like, you know, like that light fist punch to the shoulder and like, hey, good talk. And I go to follow <laughs> you, you guys didn't even say anything. All you did was accuse me. What did you reveal of yourself? And, and I'm going to say to Darian, I'm going to say to Darian, don't get discouraged. He'll, he'll come around. They always do. Norman's really drinking the tea. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I don't want to pass it up. And I walk out with my head held high, feeling like I've really accomplished something. Darian walks out. You see him kind of looking around, like with a mix of like confusion and satisfaction and turmoil <laughs> that he he doesn't really know how to digest the whole experience. That's kind of like um, everyone's first time. It's like, yeah. <laughs> is that how it's supposed to go? Yeah. You walk through this cotton candy field until it opens up and you're in kind of a cylinder shape like the, the it curves around the walls and it's a just circular area surrounded by these cotton candy bushes. You can just see it's all heavenly and you see a wooden stand. It's kind of like a, a bar and you can see instead of bottles of uh, alcohol and stuff, you can see it's all different kind of candy boxes and candy displays and jars. And you can see a pig, a pig man, who looks almost cartoonish, is behind the counter. And he just goes, oh, no. Oh, oh, great. Yeah, come to my candy shop. (laughs) Wow, that's a new voice. (laughs) What is happening? Uh, Hello. Uh, My name is Norman D. This is Darian, and this is Zippy over here. Um, what, What are your wares? Oh, I got lots of ways. I have jelly beans. I got a freaking licorice. Oh no, it's crazy. We're, we're kind of boycotting jelly beans right now. We've had bad experiences. Uh, but maybe some of the other things might be good. I think there were raisins, but I get it. Look, I think I've had enough fever dreams for one day. Uh, how do we get out of here? I feel like we're just going oh. deeper and deeper into this wonderland. I'm into it. I'll I'll take a two roll pop. I want one. One Tootsie Roll pop, 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 and he hands it to you. Anybody else want, want, want a little gumball, a little lollipop? What are the flavors? Candy. Just, just candy flavored. Just candy flavored. Uh, it's good. Can, it's good candy flavored. I start enjoying the Tootsie Roll pop. You start eating your Tootsie Roll pop, and it tastes like wood. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> probably gumming something in the ship right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally true. Like the knob of a railing. <laughs> yeah. It's coming like a, a post. A, I didn't even think about that until you said that. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, it's um it's uh oh like a little splintery. Ah, oh. 
Um, maybe the the best parts in the end. I don't know. I'll keep going. Yeah, I'm, I think I'll pass on the candy for now. What? Oh, you. Uh, oh, you're the one who's going to the party, right? Um, Zippy. Yeah. Where's the party? You're just giving out candy. Oh, it's right here. Well, it's not right here, but I got something for you. It'll make your party much better. No, thank you. He puts it down and he takes something from under the counter and puts it on top. And you can see it's these gumballs, these black orb balls, like the black ball that you saw in your dreams. Just like a bunch of them just bouncing in this box, just boom, 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 just like the black ball bounced in your dreams. Ugh, I get it now. This place is meant to mentally torture me, starting with the carrots and now... Oh, no! Let's stop at the metal. It is. I knew see, it was a shared to... dream thing from you, Zippy. I, that's what we said at the beginning, and you were so offended by that. I th- I've never seen one of these before. Uh, it's terrorized us on the ship before, when you were still unconscious. Ooh, the dark days, as I like to call them. You see, coming in from one of the pathways leading in, basically from where you guys came in, you see coming in is this regal-looking lollipop with this human face on it, kind of like the carrot had a face. And they have, like, a, a nice blooming blonde mustache over their lollipop head, and they have a stick-stem body. And uh, these arms and legs that are like twig-like and a royal regal red and white cape uh, and a little crown on their head. And they're like, hello, butcher. Guys, that's definitely a mop upside down somewhere in the same room that we're we're totally stoned. I didn't realize you had guests. Oh, no. It's, oh, what are you doing here, King Candy? It's not your time. Oh, it surely is my time. The candy people... They do not want me anymore. King Candy, bring us to the party now. We're sick of these. We're sick of these party favors and tricks beforehand. Wait, did he just say your name was the Butcher? Oh no, <laughs> no! You'll find me out. <laughs> what do you butcher? Candy. <laughs> okay, enough of this antic. Uh, yeah, let's go to the party, please. Sorry, I. Wait, party. Where? I'm kicked out of being the king for one day, and they're already throwing parties. We're looking for David. Not fair. Oh. My successor in the Candy Kingdom. <sighs> well, I'm not having anything to do with that mongrel. Well, then, kindly head in the opposite direction of him, so at least we know what direction to go. No, I'm, I'm here to die. <laughs> I'm here to be butchered and slain and given to the people. In candy form? He's already a candy. Yes. I scrape my tongue with my fingernails. Well, well, candy, it's all your time. Everybody has a time. Even Everybody has a time to go to the party, too. How do you guys do it? How do you find the will to move on? I feel like I'm just a washed-up king. All I know how to do is rule. Well, let me teach you, talk, send you my way to my friend Darian here. He's also a prince, a fallen one like you, and so you'll have a lot to talk about. Hello, fellow shamed one. (laughs) How do you do it? What did you do to get out of your slump? He's still in it, honestly. That's why he hesitated (laughs) in talking to you. you were talking about being offended by a rock speaking for you. I'd prefer if you didn't for me in this moment. Are you still wanting to be a prince? No. I don't plan on being a prince when I get back to the Feywild. And you as a fallen king, I think it is time for you to move on. I think it's time for you to step inside for some newer, younger candies to 
take over. But David's not a Kennedy. He said he was his successor. Speaking in analogies here, Zip. I think... Either way, I think it's time for you to move on, Mr. Lollipop King. Then have you moved on? I see your head still attached to your body. I am moving on in a different way. Do tell. I'm... See, we come from slightly different positions, you and I. I think this is exactly the same position. Not at all. See, I see myself as your successor. And I see you as the failed king before me. And it's time for you to step aside. Oh. Okay, well, well, I don't see it that way. Um, I see it as, I am youthful. I have a lot of glow. A broomstick. I'm in a... Do you want some advice? I am on... What? If you lose your kingdom... Yes? You, you gotta start over, but... The, the secret is to... Re- start over? Wait, wait. Start over. You can do that? You can. You gotta realize that your domain never ceases to exist. It just changes size. A new domain? A new job? <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yes, and... The candy people don't want me. I'll make other people want me. Or I'll make them want to want me. Hmm. Like, I could do a lot of things. Wait, I just need to find a new job. Find a need. You know, find a need that is going unmet in the people. And there, you got your opening. Exactly, a need, a job. Something with purpose, something to win them back. Butcher, I don't think I need this today. These young men have (laughs) helped me out. Wait, I think I... I think I feel it. The party in my heart. A hearty... Is that where the party is? In our hearts? I the party's coming out! It's it's like I'm bursting into song! What if I use my skills as a humble copner, fixing all the lollipop stems? I would go around swinging my trusty hammer with a little bang bang and a little clang clang, okay? a minute, I just thought of something even better. What if I was the leader of a band? All the bubblegum drumming at my command. They'll go clap, clap, bang, bang, clang, clang, okay. <sighs> what am I talking about? Woodworking? Conducting? I don't know the first thing about either of those. Oh, it's so hard. Librarian, milkman, secretary of defense for Candyland, apple barber, shoe cobbler. Who am I kidding? I'd never get that job offer. What's my best kingly asset? Gets us improvising. Wait! I just had the greatest idea! It's so simple. Why didn't I think about this before? The candy people don't like me. I just have to do the worst thing imaginable to them. A candy man who's scared of being eaten. I just need to make their nightmares real. So hop into my mom, everyone will fit in with a little chump chump and a little nom nom, okay? Don't worry about bathing, I'm sure that you all taste fine. That rabbit looks especially divine. There's no time to waste, I'm going to consume everything. A little chop chop, a little chop. 
for you. The Candy King has transformed into this titan. Their, their stem body has largened and, and become like humanoid, like fleshless skin, like just, just the muscles underneath a human body with these massive titan-like arms and legs, but it's still ravenous lollipop face that's just kind of had its mouth expand. Please roll for initiative. Oh, <laughs> battle time! Sick, dude. 11 for me. 9 for me, DM. Um, 12. First up is the Candy King. With their giant hands, they're just going to slam down and punch the earth around you. The cotton candy bushes have gone from pink to black, but the white fog on the floor is still around, and they punch down, sending a ripple shockwave wave. Everybody make a dexterity save. Ooh, I'm good at those. <laughs> Except when it's a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 24 for medium. Uh, mine was uh, 13 plus 4. 17. Okay, Zippy and Norman are able to ride this wave. The floor is like turned into this like tsunami and you guys ride it and surf up it basically jumping at the apex and you're flying up in the sky just like 20 feet above the candy king below you now. Darian, you weren't so lucky. You get flung back and you take 18 damage and you're knocked prone. Zippy, you're next. And you're floating 20 feet above the Candy King, and they're just below you. And you can still feel it's kind of like moon gravity. Ah! Oh, no! I knew this guy was bad, but I can't fight him. He has a fatherly connection with Darian now, with their shared pain. <laughs> no, you can kill him, Zip. I don't mind. What does he look like against Seth, exactly? Uh, think of, like, a uh, uh, skinless gorilla body... With uh, basically a giant lollipop head that's got like this vicious face on it, like with this just wide mouth with rows of teeth, like a shark. What the heck is Apophis doing to us? <laughs> Who knows, man? What if I just like. Uh, what if this is just a dream, though? What if I. What if. What if I can. I just like decide. That I'm gonna hold up a ball of fire, that does like ten d ten. Is that a thing? Kind of edging in on my trademark, Zip. So, are you, are you gonna try? Sure, yeah, I want to try that. Please roll a wisdom save. <laughs> Stupid DM. I have this all <laughs> under control. Wait, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> wisdom save <laughs> you fell out of my trap Wait, what wisdom do I do save. um this is 7 plus 9 so a 16 you raise your hand above your head and you try to create a fireball and you're like just willing it to be you're just not even really focusing on it you just expect it to be there you raise it above your head you don't feel anything and you don't see anything you don't see any like flickering flames but you go ahead and throw anyways and just as your arm is arcing past your head like you're throwing a baseball you see a flame a ball of fire has been created in your hands and you throw it down and it's growing and growing and growing in size 
and you can just see the lollipop king here just go and then it just comes down and just flames everywhere and just engulfs the entire candy shop and candy store and everything and you can just see some of your black ball the black gumballs jumping up and they're all floating up and they are rotating and spinning in a circle in front of you these little gumballs and then they shoot out and they're gone but you look down and zippy please roll 10d10 <laughs> I do what I want around here. I basically see this place like the Matrix. I got a 73. You hear it just scream and, and the whole cotton candy has just been burned alive. It, it just it's all gone. The pig uh, the pig man at at the counter, the butcher is gone. And you just see it's a crater in the earth. And you can see the ground, the crater just keeps expanding. And then it starts opening up like a vault door. And you can see it opens up. And you can see there, there's balloons, party balloons opening out of the ground from where this crater vault door has just opened, this massive vault door. And just red balloons are flying up. The party awaits. Hey, guys, I think I'm starting to get the hang of this place, actually. And I think it must be something to do with the dream powers I had in the past. I think if we go through the party, we might as well, but I, I'll protect you guys, no matter what. As you say that, Norman and Zippy make a dexterity save. Uh, 16, sorry. 15 for me, plus 4. 19. You all of a sudden see a shadow overcasting, making the red balloons that are coming out blocked from the brightness above you. And you look up and you just see a giant lollipop with the face and it's coming to slam down. You guys, you've learned from the moon, you got to kick off each other's feet. You look at each other and kick and the lollipop comes flying down. Darian, it's coming to slam on you because you're prone. Darian, look out! But we're going to do a bit of a contest. It's coming down. Darian, you're going to try and react and I'm sure block this or somehow survive. We're going to do a little bit of a back and forth duel here. Oh, God. Okay. All right. So basically, you're going to roll to hit and I'm going to roll to hit. Uh, and I'll, I'll read it out mine first and then you read out yours. And if you win or I win, we each get a point and first one to three points wins. And we're going to do it quick. Okay. Okay. Draw the shadow katana. All right, I'll roll first. 18. 19. It comes down, you draw the katana, ding, blockage, and it flies up again, and then comes crashing down like like a bird bobbing into water, that little toy. All right, ready? I rolled only 14. Uh, nine plus 12, so 21. Okay. Again, ding, clash, and it flies up once more. You can see it's cracking, the lollipop, this giant lollipop. Moments more. That's a 21. Oh, that's a natural one. <laughs> you see it comes slamming down and poof, it knocks you and you just feel dazed. Once more, that's only a seven. 
Get out of here, you sugary piece of shit. That's a 17 plus 12. <laughs> All right, you slam it and clash it. Please roll damage. <laughs> uh, 16 damage. All right, 16. You see it cracks up and just goes, and it flies back. And now it's coming to swipe from the side. It, like, arcs away. And now it's coming from a side swipe. Like, this flat wall is coming, and it's going to try and hit you, Norman. Ooh. Let's do the challenge here. Uh, I'm just going to use, like, a, a giant illusion of, or, like, Mage Hand to smack it back. Using kind of like this altered dream reality. Mega Mage Hand forms, and you just slap it. And it's like a high five, and you just, it bounces back. And then it comes back. It's, it's turning around. It's coming. 13. Uh, 17. No, 15. 15. You beat it. Another get. It comes, and you just slap it, and it rotates around. Now it's coming full circle, and it's going to swipe from the other side of you. That's only a 15. Uh, 11. It smacks you away, and you just go flying through the air, and it comes back around for another spin. It's it's not losing momentum. It's coming back. I'm going to backhand it. I'm going to try. It's a 15 again. 12 for me. All right. It slams you away once more. It's Uh-oh. coming back. It's looking for the KO. It's coming back swinging. Okay. 17. Freaking 11 again. I rolled a 2, a 3, and a 2. Woof. It hits you, Norman, sending you flying out. Uh, you go popping through some of the balloons that are in the center of the battlefield. Just pop, 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 flying through. And you take 56 damage. Okay. Wow. <laughs> nice. That's huge. It holds its position back, and you can see it, it, it's just like laughing to itself as it sees you go flying, Norman. And now it turns its gaze to you, Zippy. And once more, just straight on from the heavens down, it's coming to slam on you. What are you going to do? I'm going to headbutt it. Make a wisdom save. <laughs> Ooh, that was a natural 20. Boom. No, no joke. Get it, dude. No joke. You see, it's coming down, and you're going, you're just standing still, looking up. It's just coming down. It's like, Rawr! and it's just flying down with full velocity. <laughs> Norman and Darian, you just are watching from afar as Zippy just floats still in the sky and then tilts his head back slightly. And it's just like, Rawr! As it's cutting back and forth between you two. And you tilt your head forward, Zippy, and smash. You can just see it just cracks its entire face away. Shards of lollipop gone. Some are piercing through the balloons that are coming out of the floor and just popping them. And you can just see its body, its giant gorilla body in the background just falls. And Zippy, you just stand there, and you just, I imagine you just dust the lollipop <laughs> off your forehead. Yeah, there's a couple sprinkles on my forehead. But it's, it's gone. You see before you, the floor, just this pit with party balloons coming out. All right, it's time to go to the party, guys. No more distractions. Uh, sure thing. We'll follow your lead, Zip. I'm in. By the way, Darren, could you give me a little bit of heals? Uh, I think you'll be fine. This is just a dream world, I'm pretty sure. Okay, let, let, let's see if it works. I imagined myself to full health. Mm, 
No, I don't think it works for you. It only I'm kind of like the god of this place. Hold on, let me let me try. I will my best to heal. Make a wisdom save, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this <is so> dumb. <laughs> Five, uh, seven. You think really hard. You fart a little bit. Oh, I do feel better though. You know, just like a, oh, a Norman. like, like just that pressure is gone. You know, now I feel You've more relaxed. You've been holding that in since you came back. It explains so much. It's like a little molteny because of the lava that <laughs> yeah, packs I, through ooh, your skin. Let's smell a little bit of sulfur there. Sorry, guys. It's so warm. You heat, heated the whole area. <laughs> Are we going into this pit or what? <laughs> yeah, it's traveling. You guys go down into the pit, red balloons floating up. And then you reach the floor, and there, it's like there's a spotlight on the floor in this all-black area. And you can see at the bottom, there's just this wooden door. And you can just see there's pipes in the black ground. This you're, It's like the spotlight's on this like stone floor, and you can see various pipes, and the balloons are like coming out of the pipes and just flying up. But they're being released from these pipes. And there's a wooden door with no walls to the side of it or no like nothing behind it, just a door in front of you. But Zippy, I want you to make a perception check. So 13 plus 4... 17. You hear in the distance. Ding, 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 ding. You don't see anything, but you hear in the distance. It's like there's the black ball noise. Just bouncing. And you hear the faintest bit of rock music. What the heck? What's that sound? Is it the party band? Sounds like my first garage recording. You're the god of this world, Zip. I don't know. <laughs> this place has been pretty absurd since we got here. I don't really associate rock music with any of my upbringing. Um, I go in the direction of that, that rock band, Sam. You go in the direction, you pass the door, and you walk away from it into the dark. And you get closer and closer, and the volume is is getting a bit louder and louder. But then the rock music cuts, and you don't hear the bouncing anymore. And you just feel a hand reach out quickly from the darkness, and it grabs your shirt. Hey, get off! And like pulls you in close, and pull like pulls your vest in close, and you come face to face very quickly with the black ball bunny. And they're faceless, you know, black head, but they have that bunny, bunny figure. And you, but you can see it's like their jaw is like moving, but they have no mouth, and they're and they're trying to speak, and they're like slapping you just lightly, like slapping you sideways. And well, what do you want from me? Leave me alone, Darian, Norman, help me. I I gra- I draw my rapier and I try to like slash it, cut his hand. You go to cut the hand and it separates. And you just see the black bunny fades away like mist. And the hand fades away from your body, Zippy. Zippy, okay? What was that thing? I've, I've never seen it before. Uh, yeah, it haunts me in my dreams. I, it was slapping me all over the place. Yeah, that, that was so odd because usually you can do whatever you want here. How did that thing 
How do you like that? Where did it come from? That thing, if I recall correctly, is almost like progressing, right? Didn't, haven't we talked about it before that it was a ball that bounced and, and it had legs and it came into the, into the, the prime plane for a little bit and now it's, it's starting to take some kind of rabbit or dare I say lapine like shape, like, and you've, what do you think that could be? It, like, if this continues on, is it going to become something really dangerous? All I know is it's really annoying. I don't know how to stop it. It just keeps bugging me every dream I have. Well, do you think maybe next time we try and confront it? Like, we can, you know, I've we been meditating did. a lot as of late, but maybe that we all go into your dream together and try and confront it together and maybe we can, I don't know, learn something? I don't even know how to connect you guys to my dreams. That's we not a thing I can there. control. Well, Zippy, I think based on that lo- conversation long ago with the God of Dreams, I think if we just fall asleep, we all end up in that space together because our, uh, our own dream sphere things on the tree, I don't, I don't totally understand it. They're all destroyed, so I think we all just go there by default. That's why I stopped sleeping at all. And just started meditating in that at night. That's true, Seth. It'll be just guaranteed. Uh, it seems that way, but you don't know for certain. Well, Zip, if I remember, you could enter our dreams at will. Back before everything got haywire. That was a different time. They took away my dream powers, or they I got in trouble for yeah, it. Yeah, but aren't you on speaking terms I with? I've been kind of Viso laying, again. That's why I've been kind of laying low for a uh, while. You turn around, or you you glance around, Zippy. And Darian and Norman, and you can see whew, the door has appeared behind you. It's moved and is is again in front of you. I think somebody wants us to come in. Is this the door that'll wake us up? I use mage hand to to open the door. Your mage hand goes out, grabs the doorknob, and twists, and the door flies open. And you can see behind the door is this woodland area, but it's just raining. It's downpouring and storming. And you can see a banner strung between two trees that just says, Welcome to the party. Guys, dare I say it, I think we found it. It's it's a little bit of a bad omen. That doesn't look like a fun party to me. Not at all. Let's go, though. (laughs) <laughs> I'm pretty much unstoppable right now If we get this out of the way Might as well Yeah I mean I've got nothing else to do Hold on guys hold on I want to put my mage hand through the door like three feet It's through the door three feet It's fine Looks fine Okay let's go I'll bring up the rear You guys walk through and The door closes behind you And you turn around and it's gone but you keep walking through the woods underneath the banner that's flowing in the wind. It's storming. And you can see a metal gate is surrounding this in a square pattern. is enclosing this area in the middle of the forest. And the gate is open. And you can see it's a cemetery. And there's all these gravestones with party hats on top. And you can see a figure standing 
in the center of it, turned away from you. Holding one red balloon is a little goblin with a mask strapped to their head. Wait, is that Peterson? I Can I read any of the names on the gravestones? You look and they say, Paige and Marley, Randy Domino, Darian Branch, Caspin Branch. You see various other names. Leslie. And then you see some other names too, like Carmine, Lou Blonger, Otto. Well, I mean, we all have to die someday. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's it's anytime soon. Is May and Cornelius on there somewhere? Norman, you're looking, and you see off in the distance, Master Matsumura, and underneath that name also, May and Cornelius, like they're all buried together. Son of a bitch. Hold on. And I start slowly walking into the cemetery. Peterson. Is that you? They turn around, wobbling, and their mask is down over their face, their wooden mask with the painted eyes on it. What? What's going on here? What? Did you do this? They're unresponsive. Oh my god, this is so surreal. Darian, why is your grave here, but looks like mine and Norman's aren't? Zippy, you look around. And Norman, you look too. Norman, you can see near the back. The biggest tombstone. The most ornate one. It says Norman D on it. Never mind, Norman's dead. <laughs> Nor- Norman, you're looking around scanning. Er, Zippy, you're looking around scanning. And you can see that Zippy's name is not on any single tombstone. I continue slowly walking towards Peterson. Darian, hold on. Darian, I don't know who that is. But I I don't think I don't think that's your friend. He he was our friend in Manisnow. He was he was a big part of helping us get through that. No, I, I know that, but I I don't know if that's the same Peterson. Um if I slowly start reaching for the mask. Guarded, but slowly. I can't handle this. This is free. What happens? Out. You start reaching slowly. Oh man, I can't handle this. So cautiously. But nothing. It's happening. They're not moving at all. I slowly start to lift the mask. Slowly start to lift. And you can see as you're lifting it, you feel like it's resisting a little bit. Like like it's stuck to his face. I draw my sword. <laughs> I don't know if I want to keep pulling this. Man, like I'm freaking face out. Off. I'm freaking out. Are you going to keep pulling? If I think I'm gonna like rip his face or something, I'll ease off. But if it just feels like a bit of resistance, then I'm gonna keep pushing. You keep pulling and pulling, and you hear rip, 
and they're not moving at all. Darian, stop! Darian? Don't. (laughs) I want to cast Speak with Dead. You cast Speak with Dead on Peterson. And you can hear a different voice instead of the normal, like, Dalwan. You don't hear that. You hear, uh, Stop, please. I, I'm, I, I don't know you. I, I, this isn't okay. This isn't the rules. And it just keeps going like that, or? Yeah, they're like, Excuse me, excuse me. I'm gonna say, Darian, I can hear its voice. It doesn't sound Darian. like the goblin you described. It's, it's talking to us. It's, it's, it's asking you to stop. Peterson's arms slowly reach up and they grab your hands. And they're trying to pull your hand off Darian. But your hand feels stuck to the mask. And you try to unclench your fist and move your fingers, but they're not working. And you can hear the mask still tearing a little bit. I, I can't let go. Darian, back away. I'm trying. My hand is stuck. I, I sheathe my sword and I start trying to pry his fingers off the mask. Zippy, help us! Uh, Zippy's uh, over by the graves, still looking at the graves there. You're staring at a grave. Any any specific name you think you're staring at? I'm just still double-checking why my name isn't, the, isn't on one of the graves. Zippy, you're staring just around, kind of frantically looking any hint of your name on any of these stones, these tombstones, but you don't find it. And the rain's just coming down harder and harder on you as you're searching and searching. Norman, you go to help Darian, and you're trying to remove his hands from the mask, but you can see it's peeling, it's halfway up, and you can see beneath is just a skeleton face, like, like his skull, and it's raising and raising and peeling and you just hear all of a sudden you all hear dude dude cut it out stop stop it stop and it rips off and you can see it's just the skull of Peterson where his mask was the skin's been peeled off and everything it's just a skeleton and then the rest of his body starts melting until it shows his full skeleton And Zippy, you're looking for your grave. But the graves start falling into the ground and falling away. And it's like the earth is just crumbling and falling off in the space beneath you. And then all of a sudden, you just hear a papa's, Dudes! Chill! Chill! Turn it off! And everything, the whole area starts washing away. And you can see you're in the cargo bay of the sparrow. And you've just pulled your hands back, Darian and Norman. And Zippy, you're looking out the back of the cargo bay into the wall, or where there used to be a wall, and now there's a giant, massive hole with fire cinders burning around the edges of it. And you're just looking off down through the clouds into the ground as you're coming back to. And Darian and Norman, as you retrieve yourself and pull back, you see sitting before you is a skeleton 
with ginger hair and a newspaper boy cap and these old-timey pants, these big pants with suspenders and a white button-up shirt. And they're just like, please, stop, stop. And you can see they're leaning up against the Akira bike and the bag in the back has been opened. And Apophis is just like, what the fuck, guys? Also, Zippy, how can you do that hell freaking magic? What is, what, what is going on? Uh, I don't know, what's... I, I stagger back and uh, fall down. <gasps> Zippy, little dude! You were controlling everything, things were floating, things were dancing! What, how did you do that? I don't know. What just happened? What did you, what did you make us drink? Pretty good, right? But, I mean, I mean, not the point! Also, who's the kid? I mean, is that a kid? And you just see the skeleton girl pick herself up and she's just like, ah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Crit told me to come with you. And to stay low and follow orders. I'm Robin. What? Wait a minute. A stowaway? Are you... Are you the hollow? Are you the one? Are you the one who can separate tethers? It's a good thing to tell the truth always. So, yes. Oh, shit. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Oh.